Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Football Drop Podcast. Uh, no Ben again today. He was feeling a bit better, um, but I think he thought he might be able to get out of another predictions week. So he decided that he can't do it, unfortunately. But Ali's with me. Hi, mate. Hello, mate. You all right? Not too bad. How are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Um, I think Ben's going to want his predictions back after my week. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I must be honest, there was a little <laughs> smile on my face yesterday. I think I beat you. Yeah, I know. And I was just like, I, I was I was like, why why have Luton lost to Sheffield United? Oh, no. 3-1 <laughs> as insane. well. I was like, Luton are meant to be good at home. They nearly, they nearly <laughs> beat us. <laughs> I mean, that's not difficult, I know, I know. but still... <laughs> They give everyone a game except for Sheffield. I must have gone there and just thought, oh, this would be a breeze. Let's just smash it. Yeah. But no. But no. But no. So, um, so, yeah, bit of a shocker on the older, on the old predictions. But um, but there we go. Ben had How was your weekend? About it. Uh, yeah, weekend was good. Um, watched some football, as always. Um, watched the uh, Bayer Leverkusen game uh, against Munich, which... They just they, they just look insane um, at the moment, and uh, you know who knows future Liverpool manager um, <laughs> managing them. Um, but yeah, no, not not too not too much though. Just just that and a bit bit of shopping. What about you? Uh, yeah, I've had a busy one. So me and Sal just celebrated an anniversary this weekend. So we went out Friday night. Went out for a walk Saturday and nice. got engaged. Nice. Well, congratulations, mate. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, we spent the day, naturally, we spent the day apart today. <laughs> Excellent, had, yeah, as you do. <laughs> no, we had plans booked in before, and I was like, ah, oh, 
I'll still do it anyway. Uh, yeah, so uh, it's been nice. Yeah, so we'll just finish the podcast. We're recording on Sunday. Um, but all the Premier League games have actually been done and they should be fresh in our memory. Yeah. So why not do it on a Sunday, eh? Exactly. Why not? I mean, you know, there is. I mean, you say, you say they've all been done. There's like, there, there, there is one game left, but you know. Yeah. Wait, I'm, 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 I'm quite happy to do it. I'm quite happy to do it like before a Chelsea game, because then oh, it's less pain you are to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. well imagine that. I can well imagine that. It's fine. We uh, won during got... the week. No one gave us a chance against Villa. So that's true. I didn't. I didn't, but I, Villa I didn't, are on a bit honest. of a blip. They've lost to two shit teams now, but we'll get into that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we will, yeah. Um, I've got, got a bit of criticism from Ben for the recording. So, uh, you know, I think, I feel though, just to sort of put him in his place, really, that we did better than he did when he first did it compared to when we first did it. So, 100%, you know, yeah. 100%. Still taking the win. I'm still taking yeah, the double. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take the win, yeah. <laughs> Bless yeah. him. Bless. Should we move on to the news? Because there's quite a bit to go through, isn't there? There is a little bit. There is a little bit. Yeah, let's move on to that. So, Where should we start? Where should we start? Um, I think we should start at this uh, Savio deal. I think it came out on uh, on Monday, uh, Monday this week, so right early on. Yeah. Man City have agreed a deal to sign him from um, from well, <laughs> it's it's an odd deal. Let's say it looks it it's looks a bit odd, years, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, but that's that's the thing. Troyes <laughs> have loaned on. him to to um, Girona, and he's been playing there all season. He's not played a game for FC Troyes. Um, he was their record signing. He's not played a game for him, and not played a game for him. He's gone on loan to Girona. You could probably argue. I mean, I, I don't know Troy FC Troyes or, or you know or Troyes FC too much, but I'd say they're probably a lower standard than Girona. Bearing in mind Girona are like second in La Liga at the moment. I would so, say even when Girona aren't second in La Liga, they're probably still a better team than. Yeah. Troyes. So it's a bit odd that you buy him there, then you loan him out to Girona. And then it all comes out that City are going to buy him in the summer. And of course, what yeah. do all three of these clubs have in common? That they're all mm. owned by the mm. City Football Group. So, uh, uh, Newcastle fans, I'm sure, are up in arms that they couldn't sign anyone from Saudi. Um, you know, but <laughs> it's not deal. It's interesting because it has paved the way. For that, though, isn't it? Because mm. the Saudi is it the Saudi Investment Group, or I can't remember what they're called now. Um, anyway, it doesn't yeah. matter. But they, they're literally buying everybody, and it could just be a really nice way to funnel players into Newcastle. But this one isn't. Mm. Yeah. So I think, I think for me, this one is 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 difficult because he was bought by the City Group and allocated to Troyes. Mm. And now they're selling him to Man City. So, But do Troyes get the money? Well, um, technically, yes, because that's his parent club. 
So Troyes would get the money and Girona would get nothing, just that they had the player on loan. Um, and, you know, there'd be no chance of him now joining permanently in the summer. Like what normally happens with other loan deals, obviously, is that if a loan goes well, normally the club will look to try and sign a player in the summer, depending on their situation. But, yeah. you know, so... Um, so is is this kind of a, th- a way around this FFP sustainability where Troyes have now got was it, 18, was it 18 was it 19 million something like that I, I can't remember so, how much yeah, it was something for something like that so so they bought him for 5.5 million they've just made basically a third say 13 million pound profit for a for, for a team in like the lower lower league of of uh, France that's a lot of money Man City mm. have got a player who if he was playing for Girona could be a 50 60 million pound player he's 19 years old having a great season it stinks yeah 100% it it stinks of uh yeah just like i mean it's 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 all about this thing also have they paid a fair price for him yeah i mean it probably is no, a fair price to to Troy's, if you take out the fact of them being part of the city group and the fact that they're in, I think, what the second division in France, um, and don't think second, they're in Liga. Yeah. So, no. you know, for them to get probably selling the player for you know around twenty million is probably something that they're like, yeah, great. But City, you know, that's just a drop in the ocean. To it's nothing. To as we know, city, but then obviously, no. as they're owned by the same people, does it really matter? Because it's all going to go back into the same pot at the end of the day, sort of thing. No, but it matters for the books and for the finances. Mm. That's where it really matters. Because if they'd have allocated him to Girona, they would have known that when City would have come in and wanted him, they'd have to pay more money. Mm. It, it's, it's clever. There's nothing in the, as far as I'm aware, there's nothing in the rules to say you can't do this. And yeah. it could be a similar case to, you remember when Chelsea was signing players on like 25 year mortgages? Um, it could, and that was stamped out. So it could be something quite similar to that where they say, no, we can't, you can't do this anymore. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's just, it's just, it just looks, it looks wrong just because of obviously how the ownership is. Obviously, I know, I don't know if they're majority. Or I don't know how much of Troy's they own. I don't know if it's full ownership or whether it's a majority or whatever. But still, it's 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 just a really odd deal that you like. Mm. You know, it it would be it would be like us, like I don't know, signing someone at Strasbourg for uh, five million. And then having them either playing Strasbourg or sending them on loan to a, even a Premier League side, maybe, or even someone else in yeah. Spain, because because the fact the fact yeah. that Girona are involved doesn't really mean anything to be honest, because technically they're just the loan club, even though they are also owned by the City Football Group. Um, well, I don't know yeah. because you could argue that if say say if you're Barcelona and you come third behind uh, Girona, could. I mean, I know Barcelona are not ones to argue and talk about any of this stuff. But could they argue and say, well, had had they have bought him for Girona, then 
well, could he have been allocated to Girona? Did they have the funds? Or was it a case of, OK, we'll allocate him to Troyes because their FFP is a lot better uh, in terms of Girona because Girona have just bought X, Y and Z. I, I don't know. I haven't looked into the... I don't know if you've looked into it, but it could have been to benefit them. So they allocated him to a better team in terms of financial, loaned him out. And now Girona are one of the best teams in La Liga this season. Yeah, I mean, it could, it could be that. It could be the case that, you know... Girona, they couldn't afford to buy him with Girona, so yeah. and they, and they didn't want to sign him at City because obviously they wanted to sign other players at City, or they couldn't sign him um, at City, and they've gone and used uh, Troyes because I don't know, maybe as you say, yeah, maybe their FFP or however it works in the second division of France, maybe that's a bit better, and they and they're able to do that um, more easily, but yeah, I don't know, it just it, it's. It does stink of just mm. ownership bingo it's or whatever, you know, player bingo with the different ownerships and stuff. <laughs> exactly. But, but I I am sure that Man City fans are probably going, this is a bit of a, a hate thing on us. We can't do anything right. We, we you know, we, we're, we're utilising the rules in a very similar way that other clubs will do, you know, highlighting Chelsea just for that one thing that they were doing that was stamped out. Chelsea didn't do anything wrong, fairly legal. This again, are they doing anything wrong? No, fairly legal. Does it just need the rules tightening up? Um, but I don't want it to come across as a bit of a hate campaign in terms of Manchester City being, you know, in breach of 124 uh, counts, charges, whatever they are. <laughs> and now this, it's... It's just, it just strikes me as dodgy. Yeah, it does. It is. It is fully, fully dodgy. I mean, the thing is, like Chelsea had, like obviously, Chelsea have not not done this sort of thing. But we obviously had a feeder club back in back in Holland, Vitesse Arnhem, when Abramovich was oh yeah involved in the club. Yeah. Obviously, Mason Mount went there. Armando Brozier went there. Like all of our young players who didn't, who you know, didn't go on loan to club to the lower leagues in England. All went off to uh, Vitesse Arnhem. I think. I think one season. I think we had we sent about six players there, or or something like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, um, I think Arsenal had something similar with like was it Hiranveen or so, some something like that. I think we got your uh, mm. Torre from there, and I so I think we've all everybody's had a club like that. Yeah, I think you have partnerships with clubs where you're like you know you you will one thing you trust a club that they'll actually play your player. On like who's on loan there because obviously there's there's yeah. this whole thing of like if you send a player out on loan they need to play otherwise what's the point sending them out on loan you could just keep them at the club because we've we, we've had that with one of our players who went to Forest and we you know we cancelled it in January and he's now gone on loan to Strasbourg funny enough now we're talking about this <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah I think I think we've got three players out there at the moment. Um, <laughs> But we've bought them, it's fine, they're on our books, we're the parent club. I was going to say, this is slightly different though, isn't it? It's, sli- it's slightly different because of... it's there's three clubs involved, all under the same ownership. Well, yeah, but, so you would, like, so Chelsea have bought these players and loaned them out, so, so mm. choosing that as an example, to Strasbourg, so Chelsea own them and have, and have, and have loaned them out. That, it's been allocated to Choice, who's then loaned him straight away to... Girona, where he's obviously going to play better football, get better experience, see what he's like, 
And now they've gone, right, yeah, let's get him into City. That's where I think, for me, is the problem. That's where it becomes dodgy for me, because I understand you can utilise a feeder club, you know, and, and send them out on loan. And But that that's it seems to have crossed the line for me a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, w- I will say to... to because I, I know any City fan listening to this will be like, we're not the only club that's done it. Because if you look at Watford, for example, yeah. you know, Watford, Udinese and... Is it Osasuna or something yeah, like that? I, think it I can't. Is. I can't remember exactly who it is in Spain. Um, but obviously, they used to just switch the players between each club, and you know, oh, Watford have signed so and so from Udinese. Um, <laughs> you know, so um, yeah. so yeah. So they're not. I mean, Man City are not the only club that have done it. But obviously, um, it's just it's just the fact that this guy has. Signed. I, the, the thing that gets me for it is the guy signed for a second tier French team. He's then <laughs> gone on loan to someone in La Liga, who you you know, mm-hmm. let's, it's a much better standard of football, much better players there, and now he's going to be signing for City. I think that's that that's where it is. It's so you've signed him at a lower club, knowing he's never going to play there. Send him straight out on loan, and now see you signing him. Because obviously they just want to see if he can handle himself, which apparently he can. Because as, as you say, Girona want uh, looking like one of the best best teams in uh, in La Liga at the moment. But um, yeah, it it's Granada. They they oh, it's Granada. They, it? Granada. Oh, right, yeah. they don't they don't any, they don't anymore. But they don't anymore. Yeah, okay. that, that's who it was. That's yeah. one club out out of the way then. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. what for the new Danese involved now? <laughs> just them two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I yeah, I certainly don't like. I don't think it's right. I don't think it, it it's uh, yeah. I think it, I think it's dodgy for me. I think um, I think at that point but, when it's when it's two clubs that are owned by the same club, I think I think you need to have like an independent like valuer, should we say, or independent like sort of like person to come in and say, hey, yeah, that's that's a fair price for this for this yeah. player. On there, because you know it could it could be the case that, like you say, if he was play if he was playing for Granada and they weren't owned by City, they could they could be like we we want fifty million for him, or you know forty fifty million for him. To which point, you know, it's a bit obviously what well, that's thirty million thirty million more than City are spending. So you know, but yeah, but yeah, so it does it does stink, but. I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, they're going to revisit this whole multi-club structure thing in the Premier League again at some point. They didn't They didn't sort it out in January like they thought they were going to. Um, but yeah, I suppose we'll just have to wait and see what happens with that um, on there. But yeah. Um, so I was going to talk about the Leverkusen-Munich game. So, by Leverkusen are still unbeaten. They're now five points clear at the top of the Bundesliga after a 3 0 win against Bayern Munich. Uh, me and Ben was having great laughs because Arsene Wenger signed Granite Xhaka <laughs> to then sell him back to Leverkusen to stop Harry Kane from winning a, a trophy. Yeah. Uh, after how many how many titles have Bayern won in a row? Is it twelve? Oh, Is it going to be the thirteenth? It's it's something ridiculous like that. Yeah, it's like it's like the Scottish league over there. It seems uh, well, not so much anymore. I guess. Yeah. But, um, 
But yeah, yeah. I mean, Bayern are obviously normally the dominant force in Germany, but uh, yeah, they're just they're just not anymore. And I mean, the players that they've got, they should be the dominant force. Like you know, mm. they got Harry Kane up front. Who's I know like Harry Kane scoring loads of goals. Obviously, Harry Kane can't keep the ball out of the net. That's the job of the defenders and the goalkeeper. But um, but you know, they've got players like. You know, Musiala, they've got Leroy Sane, Joshua Kimmich, um, Goretzka, and then obviously they've got, you know, defenders like Kim Min Jae, who was rightly sought after by a lot of clubs, um, Upa Makano, and obviously they've got still. Eric Dyer. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't going to mention Eric Dyer, but. <laughs> 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 um, but like, even, like say, so, yeah, Eric Dyer. I mean, and obviously Matthias De Litt as well, um, who obviously yeah, came through, him. like had his breakthrough at, uh, at Ajax and went to Juve and is now at Bayern. Um, and obviously they still got Manuel Neuer and Go, who's still like still one of the one of the great keepers in the world. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I say I I watched the game and or watched most of it. And Bayer Leverkusen just look so slick when they're playing, and it's just the way they ping the ball about is incredible, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's and and the thing is, they were doing this, and it's all like their striker, um, say Garassi, he's out injured at the moment, and they're still just score yep. like scoring goals. They got, I mean, the way the way I was actually thinking about it last night, they've they've got Nathan Teller playing. For oh them, yeah, yeah. Who was at Southampton? Yeah. Who got relegated? Yeah. And he looks like he he looks like a player in that in that team. I mean, may, maybe it is just it like the collective the collective of like you know the te- the team or, or or something like that. But or, or may or maybe it is it is the manager. I mean, remains to be seen. Obviously, I'm sure we'll find out in the next next couple of seasons. But yeah, they just look they just look so good. Um, it's a the, it's a mixture of all of it, isn't it? Because they've got yeah. they've got Granite Xhaka, as I said, who mm-hmm. was doing doing well at Arsenal, turn it around at Arsenal. You know, was was having some of his best seasons, but still an aging midfielder. Then they've got Grimaldo, who was uh, struggling. Was he at was it Madrid? No, it wasn't Madrid. He was at. I can't remember where he was at now. Uh, he was in Spain, I think. Yeah. And he wasn't you know he wasn't firing on all all cylinders there. So they've they've almost got like this this group of People like you say Teller, uh, Wurtz, uh, and 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 it's almost like, who are these people? Where have they come from, and why are they playing so well? But it's, it must be the system they're playing, the confidence that they've got. So it sounds like to me, like if you look at the players that they got and some of the players they brought in, it looks like they've just gone. Who do we think are the most underrated players at the moment? And yeah. then we'll go and get them, and then and then yeah. they've got they've basically got a team full of them. So you know, um, but yeah, yeah, they they just look really good. And I'll I'll say I'll say this every time to any Chelsea fan. I'm sure I said it to Ben. You know, when Tuchel was sacked for Chelsea, I was happy he was sacked because I don't think he's that good. No, he's a funny one, isn't he? He um, like he he's he needs everything to be working like. Everywhere for him for him to be able to do well, like because you see when he when he was under when we were under Abramovich, everything was going well. Obviously, we won the Champions League again. You know, won the suit, won the Club World Cup, won you know Super Cup and, and whatever else. But as soon as it starts going a bit wrong, everywhere, he start it starts to affect him and also 
the team as well because it's not because it's not all happy at Bayern and I think the only reason that he's not been sacked is because one thing they're still in the Champions League um, mm-hmm. and you know got got they've still got a good chance of winning that um, but also I think I think I think I heard I heard uh, someone saying on the radio the other day that Bayern don't actually want to make a change because they don't want too much instability so they don't want to do it mid season okay. anyway. And they don't, and they don't want no. too much instability to affect everything, sort sort of thing. So, yeah. But yeah, it does I make mean, sense, doesn't it? That mm. we've spoken, we've spoken about it on this podcast. You know, with with last year, with the bottom three not changing their managers, and they got relegated. With the other ones kind of stuck with their managers, and they were all right. I wonder if Bayern are thinking along that route of like stick to what you know, keep the stability, and we might get there. It's the, the task is looking even more difficult now. If Leverkusen have a real sort of funny five minutes and have a real downturn, they could still win it, but it's looking yeah. unlikely. Um, you think about it as well, they haven't got, yeah. I don't think they've got to play, they've not got to play Bayern again. So, no, Leverkusen, in terms of, I think they've got Dortmund. Yeah, and that, and that is pretty much it in terms of like those top clubs in in the Bundesliga. It's not, <laughs> yeah, it's not anything, um, not not anyone that they they would be fearing. No, you know, anything can happen. Uh, but I think I think it was Müller came out and said that we we can't blame the manager. We have to look at ourselves. So it seems, and I think Müller is obviously the, the probably one of those people in the dressing room who's highly uh, thought of and you know mm. leads that sort of group of people that he would be speaking for those and actually they're not blaming the manager they're kind of taking responsibility themselves so it seems yeah. he's still got the backing of his players yeah it seems he does i mean i mean as i say the re- the reason why i why i say at chelsea that he um that i was happy he went is because we just stopped um we just stopped playing well and and everything else and he continued to play car habits up front which i think we both know from Watching Kaivas for our clubs that doesn't work. Um, so, <laughs> so, don't, don't, no, no don't, don't say it. Don't say it. It doesn't work. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. Okay, so oh, moving on, I saw Neil Warnock has become the Aberdeen manager. He seems like he's just taking it as a bit of a laugh. He's like, yeah, I'm here. Let's have a bit yeah. of fun. I reckon we could. Was it, I think he said. I, I think we can win the Europa League or, or or whatever it was he's in. And it's like, yeah, we'll just go on this and do this. It's great. And then he was seeing. I think they lost to Rangers, didn't they? In his first game, sort of two or three one. And he was. Yeah. He just looked like he was having a really nice time. It's like he's gone on holiday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I saw I saw his press conference, and I think they, they he said when he when he said to his wife, "Oh, um." Going to uh, manage Aberdeen. She went, Aberdeen? <laughs> Scotland? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I could imagine like, if yeah. I came home and said that to Sal, she'll be like, well, yeah, fuck, you're on your fucking own, mate. Yeah, exactly. That's what <laughs> that's what Lord has said to me. She'd be, she'd be like, right, see you later. You, you, you can go there. You can go there on your own. I'm just going up there. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, but, Neil, Neil Warnock's just one of those managers, isn't he? He's just like... He's, like he's the ultimate like firefighter manager, isn't he? You know, when the club's yeah. in trouble, when they're because Aberdeen are like I think they're like down in eighth in the Scottish Premier League at the moment, yeah. and yeah, they're, they're they're just they're struggling and uh, and yeah, but 
I mean, good luck to him. Um, obviously, he's I done hope it over, he does all right. He's done it in England, you know, for how many years and everything. So, um, but he, he seems like he's just one of those man- managers now that not only a firefighter, he's like, I don't need, I don't need a contract for like, you know, two, three years or anything like that. You just call me when it gets bad, and I'll, and you know, and I'll, 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 I'll let we out, sort of thing. You know, it was a. A bit like a bit like Sam Eldice. Give me give me that six million over over five games and uh... <laughs> Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But he, he's yeah. he's not gone quite as far as Jesse Lingard though. No, Jesse Lingard, I mean wow. Um F C Seoul. Seoul? Seoul, I think uh, yeah, Seoul, I think I think it is. But yeah, I didn't <laughs> I didn't see that coming. I d I'd, I'd quite say. Yeah, he's um. He said he, he's looking for a new challenge. He 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 likes the look of the K League. Lots of money on offer, do you reckon? I don't know how much money there is to offer at in the K League, if I'm honest. Um, you know, because otherwise we surely we'd have uh, a lot more of them going over there. I mean, I know a lot of them went over to China when the Chinese Super League started up and everything. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think for him, I think it's a case of just get out of England because I think, yeah, I think every everywhere that he was sort of like looking for, I know he was training with West Ham, um, but I think, uh, I think, I think I heard Kevin Nolan say that, um, like, not only West the coaches could tell, but like Jesse, like Jesse himself could could tell he was like, yeah, no, I'm way off it, I'm way off a Premier League club mm. at the moment, so yeah. You know, um, but yeah, um, I didn't. I didn't picture him going to uh, Seoul. Uh, Seoul, I was. I mean, I know he was training with Al Etifak as well, but obviously that never happened either. So I don't know. Was he? Was he not fit enough for the Saudi league either? I mean, that's that's a that's a problem. But um, uh, well, he said he, he he said he didn't want to go there. He's not fit. In, I mean, their their season doesn't start till next March. Uh, next mm. month, sorry. But he's not. Um, he's not fit to start to start a game he's not fit for them yet he's not fit for K-League I don't think it'll take him long to get to where he needs to be no. and I'm sure he's already started training but yeah he's he's not ready for that yeah it's it's insane yeah I mean obviously he had what, what was it obviously he had that season with uh, Nottingham Forest and it's just not it's just nothing, nothing's really come of it obviously I think he had a two year contract and ended up like you know, mutually, like you know, cancelling his contract and everything. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, he's just, he, it just seems it just it just seems to have got he's gone on a bit of a bad bad patch and possibly you know maybe he's gone had had, had a few drinks and everything. Um, that's uh, <laughs> that's maybe caused this unfitness. I mean, I'm not one to talk about that. You know, I'm fit enough for Premier League. I barely. I, barely just be fit enough to walk down the road let alone Premier League um, so uh, so yeah I mean yeah it was, it's it's a bit of a crazy one but you know good luck to him hopefully uh, hopefully he can um, enjoy his time in the K League and uh, and yeah and go from there but yeah sticking with Asia we had the Asian Cup final Jordan against Qatar Qatar winning that one 3-1 yeah Fair play, fair play to them. I, I mean, uh, it, was, it was poor showing for them in the World Cup, but you know they managed to get the Asia Cup. Um, yeah, but obviously, you know, big, you know, the two probably big favourites in that um, were probably Japan and uh, South Korea. 
uh, on there. Um, but they both, they both, I think, both in beat them in the semi-finals. So, um, so yeah, probably an, un- an unlikely final. But no, uh, well done to uh, to Qatar for uh, yeah for getting that. So yeah. I think we've got the AFCON final tonight, Sunday, which is Nigeria, Ivory Coast. Yeah, Ivory Coast, uh, I think, are still actually trying to find out how they're still in the competition um, yeah. after their start. <laughs> Sacking the manager yeah. in the group stage. It's not It's not like a Premier League season. They've sacked the manager in the tournament. <laughs> it's, it's completely mental, isn't it? I can't believe it. Yeah, I mean it was like they've they sacked the manager mid-season, like not mid-season, sorry, mid-competition. Um, like you know, in the group stages after they only just qualified mm. as like a third place, best place team, and then like someone else has gone in who's like the, the team manager. I don't know what the team manager is compared to the actual manager. Um, and then um, they tried to. I think it was after their first knockout round win. Um, they tried to get uh, the French women's team national manager um, who was manager of Saudi Arabia uh, at the World Cup okay and they beat and they beat uh, they beat Argentina Renard Argentina. I think I think, think his name is they tried to get him up, like midway through the tournament and the French FA are like no you can't have him sort of thing it's like, you know but what yeah I mean Ivory Coast what a mess yeah, Ivory Coast are just, as I say, I think they're still just wondering how how are we still here, like you know, sort of thing. Mm. But if they man- if they manage to go, I mean, it it must it's, it sounds like one of those things like written in the stars, like you know, they have to. They're going to win it. You know, they they're the hosts as well, aren't they? Yeah, that was that was it as well. It was, uh, it was such a bad tournament. They're the hosts, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can understand Qatar got at the World Cup, even though they're hosting. You know, in the first, in the group stage because they're hosting. But Ivory Coast, uh, you know, one one of the top teams in Africa. You say you say in the top mm. top four or five teams in Africa. But um, but yeah, yeah. so uh, but no, yeah, got that tonight. Um, Going through that, but uh, but yeah, and then um, oh no, that was it. Yeah, you, you said I, I was I was about to say the Age Cup, but you've already said that, so that's fine. I'm listening. Will I'm awake? We done that I swear. one. We done that one. Good, you with us? Are you ready? <laughs> I'm awake. I'm here. So we we're gonna go through our goal, top ten goalkeepers. I think Ben mm. sent through a list that I think I found controversial. I don't know what you thought, but yeah, before that, shall we do uh, Premier League? Football from the weekend? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. 
Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Okay, so I, I think the early kickoff before, was... Before going oh, into this week, this, this weekend stuff, obviously... Uh, we've recorded on Monday, and uh, obviously Monday night, Man City beat Brentford three-one. Um, Phil Foden yeah. got a hat trick, so just shout shout out that he was uh, he was amazing. In that just after we did our number ten, made us look right, I made know. us look like right mugs. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny, wasn't it? We just had a conversation about our top tens, and then Foden goes and scores a hat trick where we should have put him top. Yeah, I, I looked at it and I was like, I knew that was going to happen. Why did why did why Typical. did we do that? But there we go. And Ben was furious that we'd put Palmer as number one. Well, Ben's not here, so oh well. <laughs> <laughs> Ben's not here. Uh, so, yeah, good. There we go. It was a, it was a good three-one win for City. They yeah. are hi- hitting that time of the year where they just don't lose. So it's up to uh, Arsenal yeah. and Liverpool to continue to do what they need to do to keep up with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they it looks like they're going to go start going on one of those, uh, one of those fifteen game runs. And uh, yeah, we've got them next Monday, uh, next Saturday. Great, excellent. I look forward to that. Look forward to that. Look forward but, to that. Although, let's let's put a big butt in there. Everton held them, held their own against them for a, a good period of the game on the weekend. It was only through a Harland <laughs> banger. Yeah. And then a, a through ball from De Bruyne and Haaland's strength and another great goal. It's 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 those two, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think I think I saw from the first from the first half. Apparently, there was no Man City shot on target in the first half, yeah. which obviously bearing my Man City at home is quite it's quite shock quite shocking um, in that. But yeah, Everton managed to hold them until that sort of like, was it seventy fifth minute? I think it was um, when Haaland scored. But yeah, that 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 goal. I mean. I see some people saying maybe John Pickford should have done a bit better. I'm like the ball's going at 300 miles an hour. I don't think Pickford <laughs> would have kept his hand if he'd have tried, if he'd have tried anymore. So, no, but, certainly um, not. But yeah, excellent goal. Mm, very good goal. Yeah, he's back. I, I think he's back. But I think you know Everton. It was it was literally two lapses of concentration for them, and that and that's what cost them. The game, that's you know, you have to be a hundred percent against Man City and have to be, yeah. Hopefully that's what Chelsea bring next week where I will be fully behind them. Can you blues? Fully behind, let's go. Come on, Chelsea. <laughs> Nothing about <laughs> them. Um <laughs> well, they, we had your they had your arch rivals, I think it's the second game, Fulham Bournemouth. Yeah, Fulham Bournemouth. Three one win for uh for Fulham there. Um Bit surprised. I thought, I thought, um, thought Bournemouth would have given a bit more of a game, but Fulham seem to be turning Cranford Cottage into a bit of a bit of a tricky place to go these days. Um, they had a bit they of a different start do. of the season, but yeah, no, yeah, Munier's got two goals. Um, two. Now obviously Jimenez is out for a bit. He's getting a bit of a run, um, and obviously they got Brozier on loan, um, so they've got two two strikers there that are looking to impress. Um, yeah, yeah, they just yeah they played really well against Bournemouth. Um, Bournemouth's goal was good, great great turn by the, yeah. by the defender to stick stick it in. But um, it was a striker's yeah, not, goal, wasn't it? 
It was, it was. I mean, yeah, any any striker would have been proud, proud of that goal. It was literally flick, yeah. flick, flick round a corner and he just hit it first time. Like you know, he knew exactly where the goal was. So um, top quality. It yeah, was top unfortunate. Quality Solanke's overhead kick didn't quite make yeah. it into the back of the net. That would have been a good goal. That would have been a good goal. Yeah, but unfortunately not for him. But yeah, so three one to Fulham there, and then um, next game, uh, top of the table. Liverpool, yeah, three-one against Burnley. Um, it's, yeah, I mean that's a pretty standard win, I thought. For Burn, Burnley, shocked him at the end of the second half. Uh, sorry, the end of the first half. Yeah, uh, with the equaliser, I think they weren't really expecting that. Just, I, Burnley, defensively, awful. Trafford for set pieces. Awful, but going forward, Burnley are Burnley are up there. Um, I, I don't know if they need to just stop playing out from the back. It's it's odd having a defensive manager have his team so poor defensively. That that feels a bit alien to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Burnley have got um, Burnley have got some good players going forward. Like um, I will say, obviously, I said last week that they got uh, Datra Papana. Uh, from us, yeah. um, on loan, and like he scored, scored two goals in his first, uh, third, oh no, second game, um, the other week. Um, he had a few good chances uh, the weekend. Didn't manage to put them away, but uh, but yeah, I mean the playing out from the back thing. Obviously, it's this thing of managers are like, this is the way I play, this is how I'm going to play. But then obviously, if it's not working, do you then? change it or do you keep on going with what's not working in, in you know inverted commas but I think Vincent Company's been very much on the case that he will continue doing what he's doing um, unfortunately I do think that means Burnley will get relegated uh, for, for them yeah. well, unfortunately for them anyway um, but yeah uh, yeah I mean stand, standard Liverpool win I mean yeah they shocked him a bit at the end of the first half but I think you know I think Liverpool are always going to always going to win that to always be quite honest win, they? yeah I agree Nunez finally got and, a goal it, without hitting the post so yeah good for him <laughs> that'll build his confidence up yeah um, but that that that, took, that left Burnley on 19 points and then as we said earlier the next game Sheffield United beat Luton away from home which took them to Sorry, not 19 points, 13 points. And then Sheffield United are now on 13 points. So they're mm. level on points. And they've beaten Derby County. They have. They've beaten Derby County's record. Went on Sheffield United. I knew you could do it. Just keep Robbie Savage down the bottom there in the worst team in the Premier League history. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, th- I think I'd say I was shocked at this because Luton at home are normally a really, really good side, obviously. Like, they drew with Liverpool, yeah. obviously took took you guys all the way. They ne- nearly came back and beat us um, as well at home. And, yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened. It was just a really weird, weird performance for them um, on there. Obviously, they got... I think there's, there was two penalties in that in, in that game. I think they were both correct um, on there. But, um, but yeah, yeah, shock... Bit, yeah, say, shock result. And, yeah, it does put... Um, Burnley close to being, you know, the worst team this season in the Premier League. But I mean, remains to be seen. I think Burnley still got more than Sheffield United. But if Sheffield United finally work out how to how to be a bit more effective under Chris Wilder, then um, then maybe they might. Uh, I'm not I'm not saying they're going to stay up. I don't think there's any chance in that. But maybe they might not finish bottom. So. 
Mm. I think that's all they can really yeah. hope for. Yes, maybe we won't finish. Agreed. Nineteenth. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. But, and then the next game, um, over to the Tottenham Hotspur <sighs> Stadium. Ah, oh, that really annoyed me. Ninety-sixth minute winner stole the points. Furious. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Brighton played well. I've, I've like from from what I heard, Brighton did play really well. Um, on there, but as you say, that 96, 96th minute, you know, and obviously with the amount of added time we're getting, we're going to keep seeing late and late goals going in. Um, yeah, in there. But just uh, um, yeah, j- just going back to the uh, United Sheffield United Luton game. Oh, what yeah. did you think of the handball controvert controversy? You remember it? Yeah. Handball is like just the worst thing in the world, like as in football, because it's it's the most subjective thing you could ever have. Offsides are not subjective. Like obviously fouls are also subjective, but handball is just the worst, the worst thing um, for for someone to make a decision and for for it, for it to be like yeah I I think this and for everyone else to agree it's just out out of it but um yeah I mean he's jumped up he's hit his hand but you you can't jump with your hands by your side <laughs> it's physically impossible to do um I think I think obviously if you're if you if you're looting if you're it's given. Um, if Sheffield United, you're delighted. It's given. So yeah. you know, um, it's it's one it's one of those. I think it will split people down the middle. To be quite honest, um, but yeah, I mean, I I think, I think no penalty for the pure fact that you can't jump with your hands both side on there. So, but unfortunately, we are not the officials. Will we are not in the VAR. I'd love to be in the VAR. No. I think it'd be great. <laughs> it'd be it'd be brilliant. I think Robert, you know, Rob Edwards said at the end of the game, n- neither of them were a penalty, and I and I hundred percent agree with that. N- mm. Neither was the, neither of them was a handball. No, no, no. It, it was crazy. Yeah, I mean, um, I was I was listening to the um, uh, some videos yesterday on you know the, the Sky Sports do the whole VAR mic'd up, and like. Listening, listening to that, and like they were, they were talking about like the um, Onana one at City, um, where Ake's just booted it from like two yards away, and of course because he's gone down like that, and it has sort of hit this area, and it's also hit his arm as well, and they're like, and they're like, is that really handball because he's that close? And he went, well, he's gone down, he's made himself bigger, and it's like. How he meant to go down, just meant to fall to the floor. Like, you know, yeah. you, you have to use your arms for leverage, for, like, you know, making sure that you don't f- fall flat on your back and everything and, and whatever else. But, yeah, it's um, it's going to be something which is always going to, um, like, split people. I mean, who'd have thought, when we thought VAR was coming, we thought we'd have nothing to talk about. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> we definitely have. They definitely but, have, yeah. yeah. Uh, that the handball rule needs looking at immediately because it's 
is fucking stupid. And it's not even consistent, you know. I think back to the one, the Erdegaard one, where he was playing basketball in the area and <laughs> nothing was given. And then I think, yeah. I can't remember which game it was, but there was another game across the weekend where something very similar happened with going up for a header and it's come, it's, they've headed it, but it's actually then hit their hand and it's not been a penalty. I think, I think it might have been the Liverpool game, I'm not sure. But it's, it's just, it's absolutely crazy. Yeah, no, yeah, I think it was, yeah. But, but yeah. yeah, anyway, that's the thing. Some some days you get them, some days you don't. That's the that's exactly. the problem there. But so we've done Tottenham. Should we move yeah. on to Brentford Wolves? So two 0 away win for Brentford. I was I didn't see that one coming with the form Wolves were on. No, no, I didn't see that coming either. I think I think Cunha went off in the first half injured. Um, yes. which I think would be a bit big loss for him. I mean, I know I know they got Pedro Neto back, but Cunha has been like on fire. Uh, for the yeah. past past few weeks, but um, but yeah, no, I didn't see that coming either. I did think Wolves would get at least a goal in that. I mean, I I, I think I put it down. I think I put it down as a three-two to Wolves. Um, yeah, I think you did yeah. on there. But yeah, I thought I thought it'd be goals because um, there normally is with with these two these two teams. But um, but yeah, no, Brentford holding out and Ivan Tony still scoring, still so scoring. Yeah. He looks good. Um, Norgard scored a good goal as well. Uh, I thought he Chan might have been back for this game, but he he's probably fit for the next one. I must have just missed yeah. it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, good good game. Mm-hmm. Um, Brentford will be really happy with those three points, I can imagine. Yeah, take him away from that uh, from any talk of uh, relegation or anything like that. So. Um... So yeah, slowly but surely Brentford uh, Brentford season getting better. And I mean, once they get some more players back, because they've they've got quite a few injuries. Once they get some more players back, I think they'll be fine by the end of the season. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's any real what real worries about them or anything. But um, I but, agree. Yeah. And then a, a five goal thriller probably should have had a penalty. Forest, I think Aoni went down and was brought down by the Bravka. So I think yeah, I pen- didn't. Get there. I didn't get how that's not a penalty. Like, it's this whole thing of like clear and obvious error. Has the referee seen that the keeper's touched him? Yes. Right. Well, if he has seen it, then why is it not a penalty? The ball's not because out. the referee, the referee didn't see it, so the referee he didn't, didn't see it. give it. If that's so, the case, then if he didn't see it, then it needs to, it, like, it, it has to be a penalty. Has to be like I, di- I didn't didn't get that at all that decision and I looked at it and I was like they're not given that how are they not given how are they not given that but um, it's, it's yeah. mental because considering right the ball flicked off of somebody's hands and they brought that back and gave a penalty yet yeah. our knees taken out unfairly and that wasn't given yeah no I didn't yeah it's just I don't know it's and and then you know the Arsenal one today. They were like drawing all these lines to see if it was offside before then they'd actually give the penalty. So Saka's got to wait five minutes before he has the penalty. Yet they couldn't fight. They couldn't give this one. It was oh, absolutely mate, I don't mental. Know. Some of the um, they say some of the decisions in in the games are outrageous. But yeah, Newcastle um, Newcastle won again three two. It's a good win for them. Away from home. Um, yeah. Bruno Guimaraes, your favourite player. Um, Top boy. Loved it. Scoring two goals. Great goals. So, so happy for him. Fabian <laughs> Shaw again. Tell you what, Fabian that Shaw. man, get him up front. <laughs> <laughs> Lack 
Gave him up front, isn't they? That finish, he, that, I tell you what, that finish he did, he did against Forrest, I say, get him up front, that was a striker's finish. <laughs> it was, <laughs> whipped it in yeah. the bottom corner. Top quality, wasn't it? Yeah. What do you think of uh, old Hudson Adoy now then? He scored. Yeah, I like Hudson Adoy. I never, I never really wanted him to to leave, and I wanted him to get a run of games. But no, he looks to be doing really well for uh, for Nottingham Forest. And what, what I will say is because I did, I did see um, a, li- a little bit, a little bit of this game, like in between that and the buying game. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't realise just how quick Anthony Alanger is, or or am yeah. I wrong? And is Dan Burns, Ben Botman, just really, really slow? Well, I don't think Dan Burns known for his pace, but Alanga is quick, yeah. Yeah, because uh, cause, uh, there was a bo- there was the ball. I mean, there was one that like he scored from where he like just managed to get through, like you know, run run past uh, two of them and like get onto a through ball. And then there was another one, and I and I was just looking, and I was like, holy shit, how quick is he? <laughs> so, really you know, yeah. but yeah, no, he's he's he's, ra- he's rapid, and yeah, and uh, Langer as well. He like he's he's playing really well for Forest um, mm. at the moment. So um, so yeah, no, but unfortunately, uh, Forest still in and around that bottom bottom three zone. But uh, yeah. but luckily for them, Everton lost. So <laughs> very true. They they'll be they'll be starting to look behind them. No, certainly be worried, but I yeah, think I mean they still got, got that. Um, they still got those points deductions looking at and everything, and obviously Everton's appeal, I think, was actually heard that it's either this week or next week. So, um, and that and that's for their ten points. So if they manage to get anything off that, then obviously it's, it look even closer between them and yeah. them and Forest. But um, but yeah, um, yeah, and then moving on, let's uh, yeah, let's let's talk about this game. Um, West Ham United, right? Brace yourself, West Ham fans, please. If I mean, you obviously know the score, but good God, this West Ham United nil, Arsenal six. Come on! Oh, God. what a game! What a game! What a performance! Unbelievable! What's going on with West Ham? Like them, and like we'll talk about Villa in a minute. But them and Villa, since the turn of the year. Down, they're not the same team. They've swapped out the players for their twins. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. Like, what, what, what's going on? Like, uh, Arsenal were great. Don't get me wrong, but thank you at last. <laughs> Sorry, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but what is going on, with West Ham? It's just, just the, the defending is like Chelsea last year. <laughs> Chelsea it's, still it's this year might. against Wolves if you want, but you know, <laughs> it's the might of Arsenal and our and our set piece play. Honestly, hey, what your set William, piece coach? Jesus, William Saliba, first yeah. one, banging. What a goal, mate! Honestly, I haven't I haven't watched an Arsenal game like this for such a long time. The pen, definitely a pen. Gabriel again. Trossard, what a goal from Trossard. Yeah, what no, that a was goal. goal. That was a good goal. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. But to top them all off, he didn't really celebrate. No. Declan, right, the bargain. He, he only cost us 105 million. Can you imagine? <laughs> only cost us 105 million. Out of all the 100 million pound players, he is by far the most. Uh, value for money. What a player! What a goal! 
don't get me wrong. Yeah, he's a great player. But if you want to talk about goals, let's talk about Enzo's free kick against Aston Villa. No, we're, we're not talking about that game. We're, we're not talking about, talking about, about that, game. are we? No, okay, cool. Uh, we'll move on. Then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was a good, uh, good game for Arsenal. But I think, I think the real question is, is uh, was there more Arsenal fans in the London Stadium um, oh, uh, in, so after, after half time? After half time, because I saw I was listening on the radio and they said, and they 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 were obviously getting pictures from somewhere, and it, and they said. Okay, yeah, the West Ham fans aren't going to get a drink at half time after like when it was four nil. Like they, they went, ah, oh, the West Ham fans aren't going to get a drink. Um, they're um, they're, they're leaving. They've gone. I was I was watching it. Yeah. It was it there was swarms of people leaving the London Stadium, absolutely furious. I mean, it was an absolute annihilation by Arsenal. Seventy one percent possession, twenty five shots, twelve on target. We tore them Half apart. Them we didn't. Yeah, I know. We 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 didn't even have you know in terms of our our, our lineup, we didn't have uh, Jesus. No. We didn't have uh, Jorginho, who I think has got a bit of a knock. So we brought El Nenny on because I think we were so far ahead that let's give these boys a run out. Uh, Wanieri came on. We had Suarez on the bench and came on. So yeah. it, it wasn't even as though uh, we were at our full team, but still unbelievable. Absolutely yeah. great result. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know where this leaves. Obviously, there's already um, a lot of, uh, you know, tension between David Moyes and the, and the fans and everything yeah. because they want they they don't really want some of them don't really want him there because you know they don't like his style of play or whatever else but you even know. before that European win that European mm. Cup win uh, we, as they like to call it it was the Conference League but let's not go there um, even even since that they even before that they didn't want him even after that they still don't want him yeah. um, so there's, there will almost be West Ham fans supporting this thinking this is you know another nail in his coffin yeah yeah um yeah i mean i mean to be honest is david moore i i think david moore should leave west ham but i don't i don't think he's sacked. i think he should just leave because i feel that he's very disrespected for what he's actually done for west ham um the fact that he yeah. was there left has come back to save them from like you know whatever was going on manuel pellegrini because west west ham fans you tried this before you tried to go over Shall we say, sexier manager to uh, um, to give you some better football, and how did that work out? <laughs> you know, it's exactly. You know, he's bought, he's given you a trophy, which none of those other managers have, have been able to do. So, but I will say, I will say, this is going to be a rare, rare um, compliment from me from to Mikel Arteta. Congratulations for taking off Saka when you had the game won. Because there's so many times that Arsenal are like, I don't know, three nil up, four nil up, and Saka's still on the pitch and he's getting kicked up in the air, and I'm like, just get him off the pitch, Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, I I agree with that. I yeah, but no, that. it was good. He took off. He took off Saka. He took off Rice. He did what you're actually meant to do when you've got a game like one, um, and everything. So, um, but yeah, no great result for you. Keeps you in the hunt for yeah for the league um, with um, with City and. Uh, 
Liverpool winning as well. Um, I think that takes up to us to our goal difference level with City now. I, th- I looked at it this morning, yeah. mm. and I thought it'll be great if we could beat West Ham seven nil because we'd, you know, we'd go, <laughs> we'd go above City. Just in this like little hypothetical world that I sometimes live in, and then we score six, and I'm like, yeah. wow, I, I did not see that. <laughs> no, no, I didn't even see. Like, I didn't see like West Ham just capitulating like that. But they just, they just fell to pieces. Like the first goal went in, and it was just, it was done at that point. Like you know, they just fell to pieces. It's set, it's set pieces, which David Moyes is usually. You know his teams are usually so good from like defending set pieces and and everything else. That's how his teams like you know make their opportunities and everything. But yeah, bad day for West Ham. Um, they need to get back on track somehow. Um, I don't know how that how that happens. Um, for them, but uh, but yeah. So, well done, Arsenal. Well done, Arsenal. Yes, we got him to say it. West Ham have got Nottingham Forest next, so uh, good luck, West Ham. Yeah. Because that's um, not an easy game at Forest. No. So. No. No. But yeah, last then the game. last game. Mm. Man United, Aston Villa, at Aston Villa. Um, yeah. I thought it was good. Did you watch it? Good game. I thought Man United were playing really, really well. And then Aston Villa were playing really, really well. And then the last minute, well, the dying minutes... Yeah, they they get the win. Man United two one. Yeah, I tell you, I don't really know what's happened because I'd like to say that I think Villa. I think Villa did actually play quite well in the game. I think that mm-hmm. um, their last, obviously their last few games at Villa Park, they've all lost. Um, obviously Newcastle, then us, and then. And then United. That's probably three teams that you, bearing in mind the seasons that they're having, there's three teams there that you probably wouldn't have expected to win at, at Aston Villa, bearing in mind how good their record was um, mm-hmm. before that Newcastle game. But, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, United seem to be playing really well. Obviously, they got Casemiro back and like they played Maynou, um next to him, which I think which I think is really good for them because I think Maynou is only going to learn more and more from Casemiro. Um, he's just he's just got to make sure that Casemiro doesn't get sent off, um, like he normally <laughs> does. You know he does. He likes he likes a free he likes a free weekend somewhere. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, and Scott McTominay probably the most uh, disrespected May United player amongst May United fans. You know, yeah, coming up with with a goal again, like you know he's, again, his record this season, not just United but also for Scotland as well, is like it's a it's. it's Bearing in mind his record before, I don't think was that good. He wasn't really a goal scoring midfielder. He was very much a, I think he was like, a holder with like Fred at one point, um, you know, a few seasons ago. So, but yeah, no. Uh, and Rasmus Hoyland again. There's five goals in consecutive goal games now. Um, yeah. He, he looks. He looks like a. He looks like he's getting up to speed a bit. Looks like they're actually looking up and trying to pass to him rather than just uh, getting their head down. Um, run, but um, but yeah, no, well done to Man United, and they close the gap on uh, close the gap on Aston Villa now. Um, they certainly do, fifth, yeah, because they're now they're now four points behind Villa. So yeah, yeah, they really they really needed that win. They yeah. played very well, so yeah, well just, done United. Villa just have a bit had a bit of a uh, just having a bit of a 
meltdown, or not meltdown, so just a little blip at the moment with uh, with those three games. I mean, they they should come, they should come good. I mean, they've got they've got good players, um, but yeah, I think it's gonna, it's going to be difficult now because obviously they've got not only they've got United just behind them, and then obviously if they continue to drop points, they've then got Newcastle who are starting to win games again and everything as well behind them there and obviously for where they were bearing in mind at Christmas they could have been top of the league to now having dropped down obviously for Aston Villa they'd have taken a top what six seven finish most probably mm. at the start of the season like you know so you've got to look at it that way but um, but from where they were obviously they'd, they'd have probably liked to think that they would have been a bit higher up uh or, or you know, just just a bit bit closer to to Ar- to Arsenal and City in that in that sense, but um, but yeah, no. So that's the uh, that's the weekend results. That is on there. So yeah. Top ten goalkeepers. I'll be interested to hear your thoughts i don't know if we'll get we will get a top 10 of course but yeah you know i think the 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 bottom two will be you know debatable whether they're any good but see where we go who's your who's your top goalkeeper so ben's gone for allison which i can see Mm. i think i think that i think that's right this this season i mean obviously didn't have a good game against uh Oh, no, he, it's not that he had a bad game against Arsenal, but he just him and Van Dijk obviously had a mix-up. He's had a slip, there. didn't he? Yeah, yeah, just a slip. So, um, so yeah, this season I think yeah I think Allison's probably number one. Um, yeah. On there, uh, Vicario. I've been, I see Ben's got in second there. But what 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 do you think? Is Allison top for you as well? Or yeah, I'm happy to go with Allison. To be honest, I was having a bit of bants with him. I think he got a bit upset with me. Um, I, I do think Luton's goalkeeper Kaminsky is right up there. I don't think he's number one, to be honest. Um, but I think the season that he's having, with the shots that he saves and the way that he plays, I think he's definitely he's definitely up there. I don't I don't know if he's number two, um, but for me at the moment, I think he's better. He's playing. He's having a better season than Vicario. Hmm. I mean, Vicario. I think they've. I think he's not not that he's been found out, but obviously I think people have now found a way to. I'm writing this down, by the way. Oh, you're writing this down. Cool. I'll stop. Yeah, yeah, um, it, yeah. <laughs> um, I think, I think the teams have found a way to that. Well, found a weakness in his game, and it seems to be crosses uh, mm. and putting them basically right right on his head. Uh, he seems to flap a bit he did he did at Everton um I still think he has been really good this season um yeah, and probably probably. probably out of the keepers I would probably go second um with him I think I think Kaminsky I think Kaminsky's in the top 10 I don't think he's like I don't think he's top I don't think he's top five though uh to be honest um okay on there so so, um, so yeah should we go Vicario what about Bird Bern Leno I think he's having a Good season at, at yeah. Um, Fulham. Yeah, I mean, again, I think I don't know. I don't know if this is because obviously just how um, how Tottenham have been 
this this season. But I think I think Vakar at one point he had he had like one of the one of the top um like XG with goals prevented. Um yeah. on there. So I still I still think that he should go um he should go second. Um, yeah, Vicario's in second. Yeah, yeah, second, yeah, so yeah. He's, he's in. He's in. He's in. Okay. But re- reluctant reluctant for me, reluctantly in, but he's in second. I think this is probably the only list we've had a Tottenham player in top top two. It's unbelievable. So. I'm <laughs> furious. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I think I think again, I think Leno's I think Leno's underrated in what in what he does. Um but third, I can see I can see Ben's Ben's got Edison third. So I'm, I had a thought about Edison. Yeah. So for me, Edison, right? Mm. Do you remember the great Barcelona team when they had Victor Valdez in goal, and he was all right, but he yeah. wasn't anyone special. That's Edison. He's got such a good team in front of him that you could have anyone in goal, and they'd be good. I don't know if Edison is necessarily the. I don't know if he's the third for me. I don't know if he's the third best goalkeeper in the Premier League at the moment. No. Um, I yeah I do remember that Barcelona team um, and I do I do tend to agree I think I think Edison is very very good in what he does he's very good with the ball at his feet he's very good yeah, at yeah, distribution and everything like that I do think he can be found out a bit like I don't think like bearing in mind like with shot stopping and everything I I actually would would put Martinez third. For me, in the league this okay. season, um, I don't, I don't know what you think about that, but I think, I, I think I would put Martinez in there. Martinez, I see okay, ben, yeah, I, yeah, I see, I see Ben's got Martinez down in ninth. What's all that about? Yeah, I don't know. He's Martinez is having a good season. So are Villa. Um, yeah. And I will say, I think Martinez, like when he. Like, because obviously, I, I very much remember the games that Villa play against us because they live long in the memory of sadness. Other than la- other than the last <laughs> one, um, that he, especially in that first leg, uh, first leg or the, the FA Cup, um, not the replay, but the one at Stamford Bridge, he was very good in that game. Like coming out, like he was very quick off his line, and he 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 was probably the reason that we. Like he was definitely the reason we didn't score because I thought we played well that that night. But um, but yeah, but he he did really well. So I would actually go Martinez third. Um, okay. On the. I go with that. Yeah, I go with that. Cool. Um, so I think we've got. So we've got Leno. I think we've so got Leno. Still, it's been quite good this season. Yeah, I, I struggle with the Brighton uh, with the Brighton keepers just because. He changes well, you it too him. much, huh? <laughs> you you bought one. That's yeah. why you bought him. Yeah, but he's not been playing. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, they've conceded yeah. a lot of goals as well. Yeah, yeah. I so, yeah. I I don't, I don't know about um, about the Brighton keepers, but I think I think now is probably where we're looking at we're looking at Leno and Edison sort of thing. So, um, can I tell you who I think goes next? Oh, no. Okay. It can't be David Raya. So, Arsenal's oh, goals no. against... 
is the best in the season in the Premier League. Arsenal have conceded 22 goals. Right. His ball distribution. <laughs> he's had some fuck up. He's had some, he's had some cock up. Oh, don't get me wrong. He's had some cock up. So yeah. I, I would say, I'm not saying, I'm, okay, I'm not going to say uh, he's fourth. But I think he's definitely, definitely in that, that top 10 around, around the middle for me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The problem for me, and it's not, it's not anything to do with the fact that he's, a, he's an Arsenal Arsenal player. I really think that those those cock ups at the start, like at the start of his Arsenal career, really did hampen, like to put to put him like high in the top in in the top top ten. So I think I think middle middle to middle to low would be would be my thing for Raya, to be honest. Um, the, okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's, My last that's, person that's to put forward. Yeah. So the last person to put forward for me, mm. I think, is Pickford. Yeah. I like Pickford. Yeah. Okay. Who are we going fourth? Who's your who okay, going fourth? fourth? I. I think based based on. Based on obviously not not just the shot stopping, but his distribution as well. I do think Edison should go fourth, on there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then Pickford's got to go fifth. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Then for me, it's between Raya, Kaminsky, and Leno for sixth. Yeah, I'd probably I'd probably go with um, with Leno. To be honest, God, there's no way Leno is better than Raya. There is. I mean, no. There, I mean, way. there is a way. There is because because he is at the moment. This this season, this this season is what we're talking about. I'm not saying that he's a better goalkeeper overall because if you look at Brentford last season, Raya was really good for them. But I'm saying this season, based off the the blink the blinkers of this season, you I think I think you've got to put Leno. There. I can't. I and can't then, believe I, I. And then, and I, then you look at Raya. But wow. then I think, but, but I think Kaminsky's been absolutely quality. I, I really rate him. So I, I, I don't know if. I, I think for me, I think mm. it goes. So, we, so we've got obviously got Pickford. I think it then goes Raya, Kaminsky, Leno. I think. I think. Put. I think putting burn burn you know, that that low's a bit a bit harsh, but I I will concede on on the fact that this proves my point that Leno is very underrated. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm not sure how to take that, but okay. <laughs> uh, so God. what? Okay, so. So what do you think? Leno, Raya, Kaminsky? I th- yeah, I think Leno, Raya, Kaminsky. Where, what's, who's Ben got in sixth? He's got Leno, Kaminsky, sixth. He's got Kaminsky sixth and Raya seventh. And so is Leno above them? Yeah, Leno's, yeah, Leno's fifth. 
So we're saying Leno Kaminsky Raya. Because that's 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 what you're saying, is it? And that's what yeah, Ben's that's saying. What I'm saying, yeah. And Ben's agreeing with it. Fucking hell. All right, okay. I'm I'm overall dead. Oh, ben agrees. So we've got... Yay. <laughs> Thanks, so Ben. Wherever got... you are. <laughs> Allison Vicario Martinez Edison Pickford Leno Kaminsky Raya. So we've got two more. Uh, so I think the pl- player we haven't mentioned is Jose Sarr. Mm. Yeah. I was I, I remember I remember talking to Ben about him and I thought when he came in like he was like really really good like yeah. and I, I thought wow this he, he could be like one of the top keepers in the league when he first joined Wolves. I think he I think he's dipped slightly like in the middle of that. But I will say I I think this season he has he has been he has been very good again. Um this season. Yeah. Um Obviously, what about Alvarez? Is... Uh? is it is it Alvarez? Al, what's his? Who's the West Ham keeper? What's his name? Ariola. Oh, Ariola. Yeah. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. Alvarez, no, I don't know City either. striker. <laughs> yeah, Alvarez. I don't know. I don't know why I thought. Anyway, let's go. So you think Ariola, of Sanchez? Then... You want to put Robert Sanchez in there? That's what I'm hearing. Is that what you want to do? No. Okay. We won't do that. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> But <laughs> you've got Anana. <laughs> so let's cross him out. Let's you've got Debravka. Yeah, cross him out as Ariola, well. Ariola, Steel, <laughs> Saar, Neto. I think yeah, I think Neto's been good this season. Who's the Brentford? Uh, uh, oh, Flecken. Flecken, yeah, he's done quite I don't know about, well. I don't know about him, to be honest. Because I remember mm. watching him in pre-season and, and I thought, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you're going to be that good. Um, and I know, of, I, I, I know against City, like, he made, like, I think it was a record amount of saves for as a Brentford keeper in, in the Premier League in that game. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I've, I don't think I've watched enough of Flecken to really... Um, to really know uh, how how good he is. Um, what other keep what other keeps we got? Where's Fodringham? Hend- no, no. Okay. <laughs> Henderson. Uh, <laughs> Forrest have had about twenty six. So you probably can't count them. James Trafford. I don't think. No. So I think I think I think Jose Sars in there. Petrovic. Yeah, eight. I like him. Let's put Petrovic in. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, uh, oh. nice try. Net. So I think Neto could be there. Yeah. So you got, so got Ariola, still, mm. or Neto as the last one. I think, based on based on the fact that these these two goalkeepers are very much the starting keepers for their clubs, um, I would go with probably Neto then Ariola. Um, because because it's just with with Brighton like it it changes him around too much like he like I don't know yeah. how he's done it because he's done it pro- so under the radar because obviously everyone hammered Mikel Arteta for bringing in Raya and keeping Ramsdale but he's got two keepers there that he swaps around all the time and he's done it under the radar so he's got he's got like the situation that Arteta wants but the Zerbi's just on its own under the radar no one's even thought to question about it or anything like that so um yeah, yeah that's so uh, 
that that us but I do I do think still still is a good keeper um on there. But I, I would probably go with Neto and then Ariola. Um this is not well, we're not taking fully into account the fact that Ariola just conceded six, but I think his defence was poor. So Well we we've off. not got room for him. So we've got oh. So we've got Allison, Vicario, right. Martinez Edison, Pickford, Leno, Kaminsky, Raya, Jose Sar, Neto. Or are you saying oh, okay. Jose Sar comes out and Ariola goes in? Um, no, no. Then I would, I would stick with that. I would keep in Jose Sar, and yeah, I think, yeah, I think Neto probably makes up the list then on there. So perfect. Yeah. Nice. That was, okay. That that was a lot easier list than the. Uh, Centre attacking mids and number tens trying to work out who's who's a cam and who's an eight, who's yes. a six. No one really knows because <laughs> as Ben said, it's fine because he doesn't wear number eight or doesn't wear number six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's God. a good one. So that's I think good. we're going to post all of these up now on our social. So yep. keep an eye out for them. But thank you very much. Hopefully, Ben will be back with us next, next week. Next week, three. Are you back next week? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm game. If you know, yeah, I think I'm, I'm pretty sure he'd, he'd be back. Um, but obviously, I know he's still, he's still in pain from his, uh, from his off and everything. But we'll see, exactly. we'll see what happens. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely be here. So you know, just, uh, you know, just let cool. me know, and uh, yeah, we'll sort, we'll sort it out. But yeah, ho- hopefully, we should Perfect. have Ben back. We should have all three of us, and he can shout at us for have, having a pop at him on the podcast because he did that to me at the weekend. So, <laughs> but there we go. Perfect. All right, mate. Nice one. Well, have a good week. Thanks for joining in. Yeah. And we'll see you soon. Cool. In a bit. Bye. Bye.